This is Annie Grace, and you're listening to this Naked Mind podcast, where without judgment, pain, or rules, we explore the role of alcohol in our lives and culture. Hi, this is Annie Grace, and I am the author of This Naked Mind, Control Alcohol, Find Freedom, Discover Happiness, and Change Your Life. And I'm here answering readers' questions. And today I have an interesting question. I think it's multi-layered. Today's question is from Lois. And Lois says, hello on this hungover Sunday morning. I'm not brave enough to share this on your Facebook page, but I've never seen you address this subject. If you do a video on it, please change the names, of course. Um, My husband went to the gym. So now's my time to write this. I'm like many of your followers that I have a problem with my drinking. I've known this for a long time and I got a DUI about 15 years ago, but I've never drove drunk again. I'm married to a wonderful and supportive husband for six years. I'm 59 years old. This is my second marriage. My husband drinks responsibly and clearly doesn't have any type of problem. So here's my question. I have a problem. It's clear and it shows its face all the time in public situations. I think I mostly drink in public because I get really nervous And I want to have a good time and I want people to have a good impression of me. Unfortunately, the exact opposite thing happens and I end up drunk again. My husband's a physician and I'm a nurse and we work together. So I know all of his partners, but many social events, I get so drunk and it's so obvious. Some examples of this, we went to a concert and had dinner and I got drunk at dinner. There were some real heavy drinkers there, if you know how that works. And while we're walking to the concert, I totally face blended on the cement. My husband never said a word to me about this. Another time we went to a dear friend's wedding in Napa, I ended up getting loud with my husband. I, was, I wasn't so drunk that I didn't know how much of a fool I made of myself and we ended up leaving very early. I had waited for this wedding for a long time and I still said I missed that day. Another time I got so drunk on Thanksgiving that I fell up the stairs and my stepkids saw it. At my stepson's graduation in front of the friends, I got drunk as shit. I could go on for hours, but those are the highlights. I'm the drunk who wobbles and slurs. My issue is that my husband never, ever says a word about my behavior, like ever, and I don't get it. I don't drink every day, and I don't crave alcohol, but when I drink, I have a hard time stopping. I've quit for 30 days several times with the Whole Food Challenge for no problem. I think maybe part of the reason he doesn't say anything is he enjoys the sex part of being drunk, but I'm not sure I do. But even that being said, it's so weird to me. I always think I'm going to quit, but I want to have one more time. He also smokes a little bit of pot, and maybe that's part, but I could care less about that. I don't have a problem with that. It's not an obsession, and he's a productive and good person, so I'm not judgmental. I love your book and your podcast and your emails. I love the way you have people look at alcohol. If you address this subject, please change the names again because I'm not quite ready. But actually, when I wrote it out, it seemed so clear to me. I keep getting really drunk at friends' birthday parties, and then he doesn't say anything the next day. I really don't get it. I want to take a break from alcohol. And I know he would be on board if I did and so supportive, but I've never actually uttered the words. I have a problem to him, but he has to see it. It's so obvious. I'm totally on board with everything you say. So what is holding me back from pulling the trigger? I want to feel amazing. And I certainly don't want my grandkids to know this side of me. So Lois, this is such a good question. Um, I mean, I think there's a few things here. Your husband, especially in his work as a physician, you know, he probably knows maybe even better than you do that. Uh, him saying anything might be construed as judgment and he probably doesn't want to judge you and he probably enjoys that you guys are like just together and you don't judge him with with anything that he does and he doesn't judge you so he I'm sure that he certainly notices he just doesn't want to say anything perhaps not to judge you I also realized that he might realize this as well 
and this is the truth of it, and this is the crux of it, is that ultimately you have to make this decision for you, for no one else, not for him, not even for your grandkids, as, as amazing as that is and as amazing as that sounds. These people and these things can motivate you, but at the end of the day, your decision has to be yours. You have to feel it and know it for yourself. And I think some level of him, you know, perhaps he knows that that's true, and he knows that saying anything you might construe as judgment, and he might also know that you have to make it for yourself, and if you don't, it won't stick. And perhaps, and I don't know, but perhaps he knows, because you love him so much, that you would quit for him. And perhaps he actually wants you to change for you. So I'm, I'm guessing on some of these things. But here are some tips that I think that might help. And of course, do whatever feels right for you. I only know you from this email, so it's, it's hard for me to say exactly what might make sense. But first of all, is I would say, ask yourself, why is it exactly that his not noticing or his not saying anything because he's probably noticing he's almost certainly noticing especially if you're leaving places or falling why is it exactly that that matters to you and i'm not saying that it shouldn't at all i think that absolutely it should but i think you understanding why you care about it is really going to be good for you understanding your motivation overall so is it that you feel that you would be more motivated if he noticed, if he said something, if he came, came down on you a bit about it? Would you feel like that would be the motivation you need? Is it that you would just feel more cared about if he said something and maybe him not saying anything you don't feel cared about? Because then perhaps you're acting out in these ways to get his attention and that's something you might want to like look at a little bit harder. Or is it um, that you believe that if you know he's a physician and if he's looking at you and he's not saying anything then part of your mind is saying well surely i can't really have a problem i stop for 30 days here and there i'm you know i'm only drink on occasion i don't have any cravings and so there's a big part of your mind that until he kind of says yes seal of approval you need to do something about this your mind is just telling you i don't need to do anything about this so I would really, and maybe it's something else entirely, but I would really examine for yourself, why is it that you feel that he needs to say something? And I think, I think it's a completely understandable thing. I think he should, you know, you want this communication in a marriage, absolutely. But understanding what is, what is it that bugs you so much about him not saying anything will really help you with your motivation. The second thing I would do is make your own decision. You know, you said you got the book. I don't know if you've read it all the way, but once you're done with the book, and even before you've done it, I highly recommend going to the alcoholexperiment.com and trying my new alcohol experiment. It's 100% free. You go in, it's 30 days. Every single day you get a video, you get an email, and it just really does what kind of the book does. But you say, okay, this is day one. I'm going to do this for 30 days. I'm going to see it as an experiment. But instead of doing what we normally do during an experiment, which or, or doing a break from alcohol, which is we say, okay, I'm not going to drink, but we don't change any of our thinking around drinking. All of a sudden, those days we're not drinking, similar to being on a diet, the alcohol becomes more attractive. And so by the end of the time, we're like, oh, thank goodness it's over. And then what have you done? You've kind of elevated alcohol in your life. You put it up on a pedestal because you've deprived yourself from it. So the experiment, alcohol experiment flips that on its head, and it really ends up being something that empowers you throughout it so that by the end, you're, you're really knowledgeable about it. So just kind of make a day, pick a date, just decide you're going to do 30 days off and, and do the experiment. And then the third thing, and this is obviously the most important thing, and you can skip all the others, is you just need to speak to him about it. 
ask him just what what does he think about your drinking you know just have an honest conversation once you identified why him not saying anything makes you feel uncomfortable understanding why he's not saying anything could have the two of you kind of really join back up kind of in harmony around this because i think it's really important to understand what's going on and whatever your mind is telling you it's probably much much more um benign than that so anyway Thank you, Jack, so much. Um, and I just want you to know that, you know, you're asking all the right questions here. Absolutely. Like your question about what does my husband think? Your question about what am I thinking? Looking back on different days, trying to make peace with a change. I would like you to go into this without fear, without kind of like, okay, this is going to be forever. Go into this with literally an experiment type mentality. Start with the alcohol experiment. Go through the 30 days. Talk to your husband about it as you're doing it. Because there's obviously a miscommunication. If you have my book kind of, and, and he knows you have my book and you haven't had that conversation, talk to him about it. Explain how you're feeling once you've identified how you're feeling. And just know that you're, ask, you're absolutely asking all the right questions on this journey. And, you know, everything, it, it really is just so freeing and empowering because everything starts with asking the right questions. So thank you so much, Lois. That was amazing. Amazing question, very interesting to unpack, and I really appreciate it. Did you miss this Naked Mind Live? Do you maybe have a little bit of FOMO? But don't worry, I've got you covered. In fact, I had the entire event professionally recorded, and it's available digitally. Transformation in your living room. Yep, that is what it's all about. You can grab your digital ticket at thisnakedmind.com forward slash digital ticket. And as always, rate, review, and subscribe to this podcast as it truly helps the message reach somebody who might need to hear it today.